What's up, everybody, and welcome to Sports Edge, presented by Sports is a Job. My name is Colby Costello. My name is Brendan Harris. And I'm Jordan Freeper. We're just three dudes that have a passion for sports betting and sports cards. We give our takes on certain topics and invite you to join us on getting the edge sports betting and sports cards. Join us weekly as we give you our hot take on topics in sports betting and sports cards. And give us a follow on Twitter at Sports Edge Pod. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sports Edge, presented by Sports is a Job. I'm one-third of the podcast. My name is Colby Castillo. And I'm another one-third. My name is Jordan Freeberg. I'm the last third. My name is Brendan Harris. Well, welcome to the first episode of the Sports Edge. We're very excited to get this show going. Um, this is truly a passion about ours, but also we're trying to get that edge um, so we can make some extra bucks on the side of this. Um, so today's episode is all about our personal intro. We want to tell you who we are, um, what we do, and kind of our experiences with sports betting and sports cards. So let's start off with the episode, guys, talking about our experience with sports cards and flipping those. All righty. Well, um, as I said, my name is Jordan Freeberg. Um, for sports cards, I started in 2011, and I went very heavily through 2018. Um and then I'm just starting to get back into it now. Um, through, from 2011 through 2018, um, I spent a lot of time uh, splitting kind of the retail side of it and the hobby side of it. Um, there was a good point where I was starting private collections of either the Atlanta Falcons, um, NFC South players, which is a big part of why I started in 2011, um, or one of ones or a low low serial numbered cards. Um, but as time uh, began to go on, uh, it was less about kind of flipping the cards and it was more about privately collecting. So I started to get, I uh, started to put too much into the private collections and I really wasn't getting any sort of edge out of it just because I was so um, bent on going for Atlanta Falcons or, or one of ones, uh, which why apart in 2018, I started to move over to sports betting uh, but I'm starting to get back into sports cards now. What's everybody? I guess we gotta tell everybody first of all, what's our favorite teams across the board when it comes to NBA, NFL, and baseball? If everybody's got a team, I'll go first. Mine is if you can't tell already for the people um, listening or watching the video, I am a Chargers fan. I've been a Chargers fan um, since 2006. My dad's a Chargers fan. It runs in our blood. Um, I got that beanie on. I got a Joey Bosa jersey. I got Keenan Allen rookie card. I got my private collection uh, includes a lot of Chargers, and I probably will never sell those babies. Um, my basketball team, I am a Laker fan. Huge Kobe Bryant fan, so I had a difficult time when LeBron came over. I wasn't too sure um, if I could love the dude, but it's a love-hate relationship right now. I got a bunch of his cards. <laughs> and then my baseball team, I would probably say I am – I don't really watch that much baseball, but back in the day – when they had the flying Hawaiian Shane Victorino, I was a Philadelphia Philly fan, um, especially when they made that run when they had Chase Utley, uh, Ryan Howard, a uh, bunch of those guys. So those are my three teams. I don't watch hockey. I don't know who watches hockey. I don't even <laughs> consider that a sport. Um, what else is there? Oh, I'm huge into UFC. I've been looking into UFC cards. Um, huge John Jones fan, which with the news that broke out recently is kind of uh, – but I'll stick with the guy. And then I'm also a huge fan, I think everybody is, of Conor McGregor, who's just a charismatic character and talks about, you know, if you talk about somebody speaking uh, his vision into existence and working on it, 
I'm a fan of that. So those are the the, the sports, my teams, um, for all you sports fans. You know, whatever. Go ahead, Meech. Okay. Um, so I'm from Wisconsin. I'm from Milwaukee. So growing up, like, my entire family, Green Bay Packer fans. And what I hate about Packer fans is they, like, even even in the bad times, like, Aaron Rodgers could have the worst game ever, and they're going to praise the Packers. Like, it's the greatest team ever. Like, so, like, I myself, I, I've never, like – like, I've supported the Packers. It's a hometown team. Like, you support your hometown sports teams. Everybody does. But I'm just not a Packers fan. But I like Aaron Donald. So, you know, I, I fly with the Rams. Uh, basketball, big Kobe fan, too. I'm a Lakers fan. Lakers all day. Um, I like Anthony Davis more than LeBron. But I'm not going to say I'm skeptical about LeBron. He's the greatest, bro. He's going he's gonna to take us to some ships, maybe one or two. This is what I'm hoping. Lead us four back with his kid, with his kid winning. <laughs> yeah, we need we need one Bronny's rookie year. We need that. Um, baseball. I I don't watch baseball much, but I mean I'm from Milwaukee, so I could just say I'm a Brewer fan, just to make it simple. If I had to be a fan of any team, I don't watch hockey enough to be a fan of anybody. I literally watch hockey for the fights. So, <laughs> I watch hockey for the fights. Uh, I'm into UFC as well, uh, boxing here and there, but I don't really have a favorite UFC fighter. You know, I just – I watch them all. That's that's about it for me. Freeberg? All righty. Well, uh, we'll start at the top for me. NFL is the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, for some people, that might be a little confusing considering I'm from Arizona. Um <laughs> The first kind of form of football that I started watching intently as a kid uh, was college football, and that was when Boston College was kind of making some waves because they had Matt Ryan at quarterback. Um, and it was kind of at that point I was like, well, whenever I start watching the NFL seriously, whoever um, hicks Matt Ryan in the first round, that's who I'm going to be a fan of. Um, and the Atlanta Falcons drafted Matt Ryan in the first round, and ever since then I've been kind of Atlanta-based fan. Uh, my favorite sport to watch is baseball uh, out of all the three kind of major sports we've been talking about, which I'm an Atlanta Braves fan. Um, I think Albies, uh, Acuna, I think those guys are going to be huge. And I think they're geared up to make a World Series run within the next three years. Um, and then this is actually my first season big time watching uh, basketball. Um, so I don't have a favorite basketball team yet. Uh, Meech and I were talking, actually. I was thinking about joining the Lakers bandwagon. Yeah, you can, you can join the Lakers fam. We we welcome everybody with open arms. Come on. But uh, right now I'm unaffiliated basketball-wise, but this is my first season watching it hardcore. I, I do have to say I have a LeBron jersey, so um, I guess I'm not as much of a hater as I say. I ha- I do have it in my closet. Uh, I can't wait till he switches oh. number because that's just going to screw me over. I got a Joey Bosa right before he got he switched his number to 97. So I got a 99 jersey. And then now LeBron James wants to switch his damn number to what is it he's switching it to? Isn't he switching it to he's going from 23 back uh, to he's eight? Going to, no, he's going to six. Six, he's six. Back to six. <laughs> never mind. But back to six, which is screwing me over because I just got all these jerseys and now they don't have anything. I mean, but, not necessarily, bro. Just go get it signed. 
sell it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna go. To LA. But that's your only LeBron. <laughs> like LeBron's gonna come and, and well, I'm gonna hey, just go bro, wait you for him. Know, bro. Go, go, fanboy on the sideline. You can't go to the game though. You gotta go to the shoot around. You gotta go to like two hours early. There's the only time he gonna like stop the sign, so he might shake your hand, but he ain't gonna sign that. I'm gonna okay. just be like Taco. Tuesday. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> but no, you? Beach, what's your uh, your experience with um, sports cards? Um, when I was younger, I wasn't really into sports cards. Like I was one of those people who's like, oh, sports cards. That's kind of like an ancient thing. It's like I always saw them at the store, but I never bought them because I didn't really have many friends that was into sports cards. Like I was always into sports. But I was into sports. Like, I watched a bunch of NBA when I was little. I used to go out in the driveway and, like, copy what I saw the players do, copy. I used to copy what I seen players do on 2K, but I never, like, really thought about getting into, like, sports cards or anything like that until uh, recently. Actually, Kobe got me really into sports cards. Like, I was researching it. Like, I always, like, looked at stuff about sports cards, but until Kobe started showing me, like, like the kind of investments you really can make into sports cards is and sports is something I watch so much is like getting into stocks without having to learn the stock market it's like an easy choice like why wouldn't I do it mm-hmm, so yeah. so so far it's been a few weeks I got about what is this three huh? I got about 10 cards right now 11 cards some I want to sell some I want to keep a couple I want to sit on for a couple years um Right now, I got I got a rookie Luka Donnick card. I might be looking into selling, or I might sit onto it because Luka's gonna win an MVP in the next few years. So I'm I'm just skeptical about that one. Uh, I got a rookie Kyler Murray card. You know, DeAndre Hopkins is going it's gonna make me make me thousands with this card one day. We gonna hope at least. <laughs> or end up like Johnny Manziel. Uh, or he gonna end up like Johnny Menzel, but we gonna hope for that <laughs> to not happen. Uh, and then I got some, I got some rookie Anthony Davis cards, and he's he's like my favorite player right now. So it's kind of hard to let these all go, but like I just know what he's gonna do at some point. Like he's going to win MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, a championship. Like there's something's gonna happen in the next couple of years to make these cards flourish. So like. I got some nice investments sitting in the in the collection for just starting in a couple of weeks, but we're looking to ex- expand our our inventory. I got some Jason Tatum's on the way, a couple more Anthony Davis cards on the way. I bought a Shaq card just because you know Shaq is Shaq is my favorite Shaq player ever. <laughs> my favorite player ever. I don't even need to sell it. I just wanted a Shaq card. <laughs> but uh, that's. That's something about oh yeah, I bought my, my first box recently. Panini contenders. Flop. Biggest waste of twenty dollars ever. I got one card in it. I can sell it for three dollars, so you know. We'll, we'll we'll get into that, everybody. Uh about the whole, you know, the warnings and the one on ones of a lot of these things. I mean, we're not proclaimed experts or anything at all. Um, especially Meech and I. Freeberg's been in this a lot longer than we have, but I discovered it. I, you know, I, I took a look online and there was a guy, um, Gary V, who was who was talking about huge in sports cars right now. And he was a huge guy about side side hustle, making money in the side. And he was said for all you sports people out there, you guys watch sports all the damn time. Um, and he said sports cards are rising again. A lot of the older people back in the day who were huge uh 
collectors of sports cards, their parents now. So their kids are getting back into it now. Like the kids who are growing up, they, they used to do it with them as kids. But for me personally, I used to, I used to be a big Yu-Gi-Oh card. I know a lot of people out there are going to be able to relate on that Yu-Gi-Oh. I didn't play Pokemon. I never understood the whole Pokemon thing, but the Yu-Gi-Oh I was huge on, um, always huge into sports, but I got back into sports cars last year. Um, just seeing how much people can make on it. Like one day, uh, a Luca card, a rookie card is like $30. The next day it's 300. Like that's just insane. Um, so I'm definitely trying to learn the game of it. And one of those things is, is I might invest a lot of money into it, but like how Mitch was saying, I mean, some of these players are our favorite players. So if they do flop out, it's like, well, we got a personal willing connection. willing to lose that money and keep that card. Yeah, we got a personal connection. We just add it to the art collection because basically sports cards for me is my art compared to, you know, the Picasso's and the, uh, with the Vinci or whatever you want to, all the different uh, paintings and whatnot. But let's get into now because another half of the show is about sports betting. So, again, let's start with Freeberg. What's your personal experience with sports betting? So my personal experience with sports betting, um, so when I started to move, out of the sports card business, I unloaded a lot of my private collection, um, a lot of the stuff that I was still kind of sitting on, like Cam Newton rookie cards, um, Mike Evans, multiple Mike Evans patch autos, um, which now that's definitely one that I regret mm-hmm. unloading because Brady Brady's really going to take him and Chris Godwin to a different level. But uh, when I unloaded all that, I moved that all over to a sports betting uh, savings account that same year. Um, so for about a year now, um, I've been doing almost strictly sports betting and I place when sports are regular, I place anywhere from 10 to 15 bets per day. Mm-hmm. What about you, Meech? Any experience with sports betting? Um, so I got into sports betting. Um, it wasn't really like a consistent thing. So like I would say maybe 2018 ish. Uh, I started out sports betting. I got into FanDuel just to, like, try it out. You know, like like you said, like, sports is a hobby. It's a love. But, like, if it's something I watch all day, why not make money with it? So I kind of tried to get into sports betting that way. I was using FanDuel and there's just one other website. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But, uh, I mean, FanDuel was – Mm, it might have been DraftKings. I haven't used Bovada yet. I know about Bovada, but I haven't used it yet. So FanDuel, I didn't I didn't make too much money off FanDuel. But recently I've gotten into a different website. It's called Monkey Knife Fight. And I don't – I mean, I bet way differently on there than I do on FanDuel. Like on Monkey Knife Fight, I – I'm pretty much go big or go home. Like a monkey knife fight, I'm going four for four parlays, five for five, six for six. Like I'm trying to win the like thousand dollar prizes. I'm not going for no, I'm putting in five and getting out 30. Like that's not my goal with sports. That wasn't my goal with sports betting with that website. Cause I mean, it was easier. <laughs> it was a lot easier than other websites. I flopped out on a lot though. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's it's a sports betting is a lot more than statistical analyzation and a lot of people don't realize that but like you got to pay attention to more than just okay this player averages this many points a game he's probably going to score that much like no you got to be unbiased you got to yeah, be, be unbiased you got to put time into your research you got to look at 
season splits. You got to look at splits from more than just this year. Like you got to look into a whole bunch of stuff. You got to look into injuries, trends, how to play, records. the morale of the player, what's going on with the organization. Like it's so much that goes into sports betting and for certain sports, like a lot of stuff affects it. It's like actually time consuming, like really time consuming. And like I really applaud the people who sit at home all day and make thousands of dollars on sports betting because that's that's tough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and my, that's what I hope to do one day. One day, and then we all, all, all the hopeful people are usually the people that lose all the damn money, which I yep. can relate to because <laughs> yep, I was the hope. I am still the hopeful guy, and that was my sports betting. I my cousin got me introduced to um, Philip. I'm a shout him out. Maybe a good or bad thing. I don't know yet. Um, but he got <laughs> me into sports betting, and again, I, I'm a huge sports fan, like we all are, and I watch the games all the time. But you get a certain high when you have money on the line for these games. Like, especially for the games where the Chargers aren't playing. If I had money on a, on a game between, like, the Browns and the If it's a team, like, I don't watch normally and, like, I win, like, I'm like, yes. Like, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I did a lot of I – did, I did the fan duel for a little bit. I was into sports betting. So we kind of flipped it around where um, Freeberg was the whole sports cards and went into sports betting. I was into sports betting and I flipped back into sports cards, but, um, you know, I was doing a lot of sports betting. I was doing 16 parlays, 18 parlays, three team parlays. I was playing the money line, the spread, the over, the under. Um, I was doing a bunch of different things when it came to sports betting and I made some money. I made some profit, but also I lost, um, I lost some money as well. Like everybody does. But then it was always funny because my, my cousin Philip would always say, um, what do you call it? Scared money. Is it what is the saying? Scared, Scared money, money don't make no money. Don't make no money. And that was my that that's my mindset when it comes to that or like with anything in life. So maybe that's not the right mindset to have when it comes to betting and, and uh, sports cars. So I've been trying to reel it back a little bit. But no, for everybody I who listens, sports gambling is like any other gambling. The more yeah. money you put in, the more money you're gonna get out. It's just are you able to live? You, you got to you know when, money. You gotta know when to like get out, though. You know what I mean? I'm sure Freeberg won. You think you're on a run. You think you put in a lot of your winning here and there. And you're like, okay, okay, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. And bam, <laughs> all your money is gone in an instance. But you got to be safe. And we'll talk about that in, in the next couple episodes about sports betting 101 and kind of our personal experiences and warnings um, to you guys so you can learn off of our mistakes. But now, everybody who tuned in for episode one, who either is listening to it on the podcast or watching this video on YouTube, Twitter, or wherever it is you're watching or listening it to, uh, we appreciate you. Like, we're three dudes. We're just passionate, passionate about sports, uh, sports cards, sports betting. Um, we're on this journey of gaining our edge. So we hope you join us because, again, um, you know, we hopefully you can learn something from us. We can learn something from you guys. But whatever your feedback you have, whatever comments you have at us on Twitter. Let me pull it up real quick so I can give you the, the Twitter. It is at sports edge pod. You can find us on Twitter. We will be creating an Instagram page soon, but follow us on there. Uh, add us with comments, add us with feedback. And until next time, man, uh, we're just three dudes with passions about sport cards and sports betting.